Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey Dave. Yeah Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway. Like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. What is going on, everybody? My name is Cutter Lawler. Welcome to another week of Hero or Zero. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking one comic book character as we do every single week. We talk their good points and their bad points. And we just generally give you a bit of a rundown of everything to do with that character. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Meehan. Sean, how is it going? I've actually given up being a fan of comic books. So I oh. don't think I'm going to be much help this time, Connor. What have you taken up instead? Uh, I was oh, waterboarding, I was going to say. That's a reference to weird news from that, from earlier in the week. <laughs> I, For anyone who hasn't listened <laughs> to weird news, that's fucking mental, it is. I've just I've just admitted that I've put down the lovely ho- hobby of comic books and yeah. taken up waterboarding as a pastime. Just torture. Just a general piece of torture as oh, the way it goes. Is that what waterboarding is? Yeah. Oh, I thought yeah, it was surfboards. Great. No, no. Oh. <laughs> You're thinking of surfboarding. <laughs> oh, my CVs. No. <laughs> Hobbies and interests. <laughs> it's a big question, Big into Sarker. waterboarding. <laughs> big into waterboarding in a big way. But no, I'm a big comic book nerd, Connor. Um, so yeah. this is show you take DC characters I take Marvel characters we break them down decide whether they're heroes or zeros my ones are always better uh, even when there's Marvel versions of DC characters mine are better as we learned with Scarecrow last week last week it was a literal they just copy and pasted uh, copy my homework but don't make it obvious but then they made it obvious made it very very obvious it was mm. It, it was it was rough. It was blatant plagiarism, but it's also hilarious. Um, but I can only assume so, that you had now have Captain USA or something like that. I'm not doing Captain USA. I was actually you're along you're along the right lines. My original thought was I was going to find somebody that DC had copied because there's probably like loads of them. Yeah. But then 
I realised that I wanted to talk about a cooler character that had nothing to do with plagiarism, Sean. Impossible. In the comic book industry? Uh, <laughs> actually, this is kind of... It's a very similar character to another character, because this week I'm going to be talking about Jefferson Pierce. Ah, now, Jefferson Pierce, otherwise known is. as Black Black Lightning. Vague knowledge of this person, mm. in that I've heard the it's name. It's a character that has been around since 1977, and to be honest with you, he has just been like a C or a D-list character, but he's been part of the Outsiders, the Justice League, he's been like, in the background, a lot, of a lot of stories, and he also is a pretty big character because he was the first African-American superhero to have his own solo series um, in 1977, so he had Black Lightning number one come out in April 1977. Um, and uh, to be honest with you, his the story behind that is really, really bad. And right. the general rundown is, they originally came up with a character called um, the Black Bomber, Sean. And it's worse than you think. Is it Because now? the Black Bomber so was a white bad. guy. Oh. No, it's a white guy who was really racist. And his superpower was that when he turned into a superhero, he turned into a black guy. That was the hero the DC thought, this'll work. (laughs) This is is gold, lads. And so the guy who came up with that story was very soon after fired. (laughs) And um, a guy came in called Tony Isabella. And he was basically given this black bomber character and was like, make something of this. And so he was given this character and he basically very quickly realised that you can't really make anything of that character. No, it's quite, he's set in his ways. (laughs) He he very much got rid of all of the character and just started again uh, with this new character called Jefferson Pierce. And so Jefferson, the story behind Jefferson is that he grew up in Suicide Slum, which is a neglected part of Metropolis which got its name from the idea that people only escaped the degradation of the slum by killing themselves, Sean. Fun That times. is how bad we're talking here. That is, yeah, okay, so it can't get much worse in terms of slums in Metropolis. Yeah. His father was accidentally shot during a mob hit. Oh, it got and worse. And times were quite tough. <laughs> well, you need an origin story, Sean. So times were quite tough for Jeff and his widowed mother. A month or so later, an Italian tailor called Peter Gamby opened the shop beneath their apartment and helped them through their financial troubles. Peter was there to care for Jeff while his mother worked long hours to support him. And over time, Peter ba- or Gamby basically began to fulfil Jeff's need for a positive father figure in his life. Gamby's going to die or turn to crime. <laughs> How can you be so sure, Sean? Oh, because I've seen some things, Connor. I've seen all superhero stories. There's only so Um, many directions it can go before they're miserable again. Growing up, Jeff pushed himself in athletics and in his studies, with an aptitude for English and poetry. He even penned a few lines which stuck in Peter's memory. Um, At the age of 18, Jeff managed to make it to the Olympic Games, gaining fame from the media profiles, which highlighted his rise from Suicide Slum. So their story is like, this kid from Suicide Slum, he's made it all the way to the Olympics. Yeah, and he did it all on his own, but we're going to now... 
commodify that. That's going to be Own great. Him. <laughs> he's ours now. now. he's ours. <laughs> um, so Jeff wanted to send a message to everyone back home that you could get out of the neighbourhood with hard work. Having won medals at attention, Jeff received scholarships and endorsement offers which allowed him to go to college and receive both an English major and a teaching degree. And four years later, he left for college and he again went to the Olympics and this time won the decathlon. The gold medal winner then began a teaching job upstate but returned to Metropolis at a certain point. So he returns to Metropolis as his mother passes away. So he comes home for her funeral. Right. And... Upon his return, he notices that nothing had changed in Suicide Slum. And so he's like this big deal now. He's like an Olympic winner. He's a qualified educator. Um, And so he comes back to Suicide Slum and he realises that basically he can be more use here than if he goes somewhere else. Okay. This all seems like a very like grounded and down-to-earth story so far. Uh, it's likeable isn't it yeah no mention of superheroes yet Connor Pierce decided it was time to make a difference and indeed um, back at his old alma mater Garfield High School he quickly made an impression when he kicked the so he he took up a job back at his old high school right and he quickly made an impression when he kicked the drugs pusher off the premises and followed suit by humiliating three members of the criminal organisation known as the 100. So, they turn up at the school, and he's like, new, and he's just like, get the fuck off, we're we're changing this system in this school, we don't want any drug um, users or any gangs here, right? No more drugs in this school. <laughs> no more drugs in this, this is very 70s, but no more drugs in this school. But he basically was like, get off the property, things are changing around here, I'm the new guy in town. And right, okay. In Now, the gangs did not take kindly to being told what to do by this new guy. And so, in retaliation, the good men killed Earl Clifford, one of Pierce's students, and left his corpse hanging up in the basketball hoop in the gymnasium Jesus. as a warning to fuck off. Was this done after the fact, or did they write that in the 70s? Um, I think it was in the 70s they wrote this. That's absolutely twisted. A distraught Pierce related the tragedy to Peter Gabby because he's obviously like, holy shit, I didn't realise it was this bad. Yeah. Um, who urged him to fight back in a persona that wouldn't involve counterattacks on his students and presented him with a costume that he had tailored himself. Of course the tailor makes the costume. <laughs> you didn't see it coming. That's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> so wait, it, he's alive. Gamby is still alive at this point. Gamby's still alive. Very, he's breeding like mad, so he is. <laughs> Won't last long. <laughs> at the minute, full of life the chap is. Absolutely cannot stop breeding for the life of him. <laughs> I think he's going to get sick of breathing at some point. Equipped with a force field belt that enabled him to generate lightning bolts, Black Lightning was born. Sorry, sorry. Address that for yeah. a second. Yeah, what's going on? Well, okay, look, we, we've, we've established a couple of elements. He's a very athletic man, very intelligent. Uh, friend yes. is a tailor, able to make a suit. Mm-hmm. Where does the lightning belt come into play? 
just comes into it. I mean, it's, it just has a belt lying around. You know how it is. Oh, we've all got belts lying around, but mine have nothing to do with, with, with meteorological functions. Well, this belt is able to help them generate lightning bolts, right? Oh, it's so simple, Sean. Of course, Sean. you've explained it perfectly, Connor. The, the <laughs> and it was the 70s, right? Black Lightning was born. And while in costume, Pierce played to the area, era's stereotypical perception of people uh, in that area by basically talking in a, and they say this in the article, a jive-talking speech pattern and wearing a wig that was giving him a large afro, basically to deflect suspicion from himself. Right, okay. Towing a line there. Very much on the line in 70s DC. <laughs> yes. Let's... And look, it, it, it's of the time. It's, let, mm. let, let, let's move on from it. <laughs> Didn't really have to give him the speech pattern. No, Could have just thinking, given him the different hairstyle. <laughs> he could have put... He could have just lowered his voice. He could have mo- worn a voice transformer. But no... Anything. <laughs> so Black Lightning carved out a niche in Metropolis, which of course is owned mostly by another guy. Yes. Um, ultimately gaining the trust of high-profile figures like Superman, Inspector mm. Inspector Bill Henderson, and reporter Jimmy Olsen. Jimmy and Olsen. <laughs> Jimmy Olsen is his friend. Along the way, he defeated several powered underlings of the One Hundred. Uh, the One Hundred is the group, by the way, that, right. the gang. From Merlin to another one of their villains uh, called Cyanide, as well as the gang's gargantuan albino leader, Tobias Whale. And so, go on. Does he have any whale-based powers? Yeah, he's just massive. He's a massive dude. Fair. There would be a retaliation for Black Lightning's actions, but not against Jeff Pierce's students. Rather, it was a different kind of retaliation, because they no longer knew him as the teacher. But he still went home to one particular area oh. every single night. And that it was, rather, it was Peter Gamby who paid the price. Yes, fucked Gamby. <laughs> <laughs> Leaping in front of a gun blast meant for black lightning. Stripped of his force field belt, the hero seemed destined for a fi- sim- similar fate. But in his fury, Black Lightning generated its effects from within his own body, Sean. In some unknown manner, he'd internalised the electrical power. And the confrontation with the 100... Shut up! And with the 100 had also exposed Peter's darkest secret. Peter Gamby had a dark secret, Sean. The support and love that he'd showered on Jeff and Mrs. Pierce had been a kind of penance as he had been the man who'd killed Jeff's father in the first place. Oh, shit. How such conflicting emotions. You didn't see it coming. You thought Gamby was a good guy and then he died and you were happy. But now he's a bad guy. And I'm even happier. I like as well (laughs) that, you know, the black lightning generator or the lightning generating belt that was never explained is now just internalised in his body. Yeah. It uh, doesn't yeah. need the belt of no explanation anymore. Now we have superpowers. Superpowers is fine. It's fine. And look, both of his fathers are dead, so it's grand. He's a double <laughs> Batman. Say, but... He's a double Batman. 
Actually, him and Batman are friends, so Batman's looking at him like, oh, I'm so jelly. Oh, you have way better sad story than I do. <laughs> Alfred didn't kill. Did Alfred kill my dad? <laughs> Someone needs to kill Alfred. <laughs> um, Lightning next met a man who would become one of his biggest allies in crime fighting. Batman! Ah. Today, together, they investigated a series of student abductions, which also included Dick Grayson in the story, and he met Superman and Black Canary before the case had closed. This led him to also meet Green Arrow as well. And so he right. became friends with all these people. Okay, so who's and who so, of Justice League members? Yeah, and it seemed the Black Lightning, Lightning was ready to hit the big leagues. After meeting Green Arrow, his new friend nominated Pierce for membership of the Justice League, but Lightning actually rejected the other and said that he didn't want it at the time. Right. And so the JLA respected his decision, and Black Lightning soon teamed up with Superman to solve a different murder of a girl named Trina Shelton, who was shot and killed by a stray bullet between Black Lightning and some muggers. And so he's helping Superman with this. But during this, he loses his internalized powers due to a psychological block shot. He was sad. He just got sad and forgot how to make lightning. Yeah, but he learned how to make lightning just by knowing. So he kind of forgot as well. Yeah, so can he not just put the belt on again? Uh, Look, no, the belt is destroyed, Sean. Don't be silly. Don't be ridiculous. So the belt left as quickly as it arrived. Yeah. Yeah. so he's now just an incredibly strong and athletic and intelligent man. Yeah, so he's got basically nothing now. He's got nothing he's going for him. He's fucking useless, lads. He's only Olympic champion these days. Fucking dickhead. <laughs> a decathlon. Probably pretty good with like a bow and arrow. You can build a superhero career around that. Yeah. And so he loses all of his confidence. And because like he's in the battle with a mugger and a woman dies. And so he's really sad about that. Oh, boo-hoo. <laughs> We've all been there, right? <laughs> Batman kept Pierce in mind, though, when he grew, also grew frustrated with the Justice League. And so, while he grew frustrated, Batman did. Hoping to rescue his friend Lucius Fox from war toward Markovia, the Dark Knight recruited Jeff to infiltrate the country, posing as Fox's brother. Inevitably, he was forced to become Black Lightning again, and ended up being captured alongside Batman. And while prisoners of Baron Bedlam, it's a great name, Batman managed to Batman managed to help Black Lightning recover his electric powers. Batman's a man for a, a team talk. Batman like doesn't have powers of his own, but he can fucking give anyone powers he wants. <laughs> and they escape from prison. Lightning and Batman joined the war in Markovia to defeat Bedlam, and after a successful mission, he became a member of the Batman's Outsiders. Um, which right. is a separate team that the Batman sets up because he doesn't like the Justice League. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I need people who will follow my every command without question. Yeah, and so the Batman, uh, the, the Outsiders, Jeff is one of the founding members of. And him alongside Batman, Geoforce, Katana, Metamorpho and Halo... Um, and he's been on and off the roster so like loads of times. They just keep bringing him in and getting rid of him. And he's also yeah. been the leader of the team as well. And so the next four years saw a new confidence envelop Black Lightning as he forged new friendships with the Outsiders, founding a te- found a teaching post at Gotham City's Edison High, revisited the Olympics, and even had a reunion with his wife, his ex-wife Lynn Stewart, who <laughs> who they have a child together and had previously broken up, but now he's back. Everything's going well. This man's life is about to be ruined. 
The, the unknown menace of a gang known as the Royal Family figured into a school shooting that left Jeff critically wounded <laughs> at one of his best friend's date. <laughs> ah, of course. No one can be happy for too long in DC. Um, and so this, and so he's, he basically has this mad thing where he gets shot and his friend dies. And this kind of lets him reflect on uh, like all of his thing of just how many people have died that are near him and just this kind of makes him rethink joining the outsiders right and does he lose his powers again because of a crisis he doesn't lose his powers again but what he does is um, he basically kind of takes a step back and keeps a low profile and he basically appears occasionally Um, but now when um, and there was one stage where he was like a reserve member of the Justice League and so, right, so he would just be called in in an emergency. Yeah, because he didn't want to get involved. And when Lex Luthor actually was elected president of the United States, Pierce chose to retire temporarily as Black Lightning altogether and accepted an appointment as Secretary of Education. And this surprised what? many of his former allies, but in truth, Pierce saw this as an opportunity to keep tabs on Luthor. He's someone on the inside. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and so it's a case of like, she, she or uh, he's in there, and so it, when Lex Luthor does something bad, which he will do something evil, he's kind of like, Alex, come on now, <laughs> come on, stop it now, come on, <laughs> Alex, come on now, don't don't be slight. And so um, the the only time he came out of retirement was when the Outsiders, who his daughter is now a member of, um, and Nissa is his daughter's name, and she is now a member of the Outsiders, and right. so they went into a battle. And he decided that he'd come out of retirement to help. And he comes out to battle a guy called Sabak. And during the battle, he's begging Anissa to give up. To stop being a hero. <laughs> fucking, fucking give Stop it. It's, stop it. Everyone it's will awful. die. Everyone will die. But if anything, she was inspired by her father's heroics on the day when he stopped Sabak. And when Jefferson returned to the White House, he was fired. Um, as he was now known as, as they had to fire him for fear of political implications of having a known superhero on staff. Wow, okay. <laughs> yeah. So that's how that he lost is, his job. That's, I mean, it's quite a realistic way that it happened, really. It's like, yeah. you can't really do that. <laughs> now, one of the, his best story that I could find in regards to what makes him so interesting is that his affiliation with Green Arrow would become like really important because mm. first his niece Joanna was killed after becoming a lawyer in one of Arrow's cases and at the conclusion of this Black Lightning was responsible for the death of Joanna's killer Martin Summers or so he believed so his niece is killed and it's very similar to like Spider-Man 1 with Toby Maguire yeah. where he like tracks Vengeance. him down and he thinks Martin Summers has been he, he thinks he's after killing Martin Summers now in reality Deathstroke had seen the whole incident and made the killing blow himself, but he allowed Black Lightning to believe he'd caused the death because Deathstroke just does Deathstroke things. He just does what he wants to do. He knew Black Lightning needed this. Because it'd be funnier to let the guy grieve. (laughs) Yeah, just like make him question everything about himself. That's a Deathstroke move. And so Jeff Jeff blamed Ollie in part for Joanna's death. But they were soon forced into action together again when doctor when attacked by Dr. Light. 
And so, basically what happened was that Dr. Light um, was attacking them because he was saying that the Justice League was erasing people's memories, like villains' memories, when they'd captured them. And actually, Mm -hmm. it did turn out that uh, while he was part of Luther's cabinet, he found out that the JLA had a habit of of mind-wiping villains. And so, this is like taking a serious knock to his, like, holy shit, like, we're all so pretty shit. Yeah, like, there's no real perfect person in this. Mm. And so, Dr. Light managed to surprise the heroes and critically injured Green Arrow's young protege, Mia. Jeff was forced to attempt to jumpstart her heart with his powers. And though Mia was saved, Oliver's home, Star City, was not. Dr. Light detonated a bomb that took out an entire city block. And so, basically, what happened is that during this battle, he basically used his lightning powers to save Mia by, like, electrocuting her back to life. Right, shocking her heart. but, But during the battle, he was just like, this is fucked. The JLA is really, really bad. And so he had like a massive moment of, we are also the bad guys. And this yeah. kind of forced him to turn himself in for the killing of Martin Sobbers, who he thinks he's killed at this point. Oh, fuck. Oh, so he's, he's going to take the fall. And his friends and family tried unsuccessfully to dissuade him, but he turned himself over to Checkmate, who put him in Iron Heights prison under the identity of Derek Cooper, because they couldn't put him in as Black Lightning, because half the people in there, he put in the jail. What the fuck? So he's trying to basically... Yeah. Because he's given up now, like, he's like, oh, we are really, we are not the good guys. And he's like, I've done some bad shit, and I need to have penance for what I've done as well. Yeah, like, and he's fine with that idea, because uh, he thinks it'll make him feel better. Yeah, and so meanwhile, he goes to jail, and he gets put in Iron Heights under Derek Cooper. And meanwhile, yeah. you're still thinking, Jizzy, did he do it or didn't he do it? Nightwing and Red Hood, who are outside, Red Hood approaches Nightwing, and he basically has evidence to acquit Black Lightning. And be- and he does this because the Hood had eavesdropped at a conversation between um, Looter and Deathstroke, who admitted that he'd killed Summers just as Pierce's lightning struck too. So he had, he had killed Summers at the exact moment that light, Black Lightning had fired a lightning bolt, so he thought he right. had done it. So, and, and we're, he's, he's entirely sure that he didn't now. Yeah. Oh, that's... So, so does he, is he, do, do, does all like questioning of the JLA and everything like that, does that just go away at this point? I, no, it's for him, he still thinks he's guilty. So he's still in jail. But now Nightwing right, okay. and Red Hood know that he's innocent. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I get you. He still doesn't know. So, oh, uh, no. Jeff's daughter, Anissa, hurried to bring her father the good news. But Pierce wouldn't believe it and remained in prison by choice. Basically saying, no, I did that. I killed, I killed no, him. No, no, I'll you're stay just, here. Obviously, you're going to say that to me because you're my daughter, but I definitely killed him. And Anissa right, implored... Okay. Anissa implored the outsiders to free her father from prison, which they initially refused to do. It wasn't long before other inmates discovered the truth about Cooper and put a hit on Black Lightning in the jail. The gang leader called Skeet charged the young Captain Boomerang to kill him. Um, Now, young Captain Boomerang is Captain Boomerang's son, and he's called Old Mace Mercer. 
And the outsiders learned of this plot and finally agreed to let him out. Once they started realising there was hits going out on his name, they were like, fuck, we may get him out now. We need to, yeah, he's going to (laughs) die. So Pierce was also eventually convinced that he was innocent of his charges and realised the danger of being in Iron Heights. (laughs) Oh shit, I'm here. Oh, 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 I get it now. (laughs) So Boomerang had become his cellmate. But young Owen Mercer was not his father's son, and he could not bring himself to kill Pierce, and became his ally instead. Just as they plotted to escape, Nightwing sent the outsiders into the prison. Things quickly got out of hand, and Warden Wolf responded by using his metahuman muscle control powers to bring the, peer- the prisoners under control. That's a, that's a whole other thing. And right. <laughs> thanks um, for that. <laughs> and, don't worry about it. Um, so what happened was Jeff and Boomerang. Uh, they used this idea. So what's going on in the prison is there was this gas released and killed dozens of ga- of guards. And what they did was to get out was they faked their death. Very comic booky. The outsiders Classic did. Move. And so they faked their death and they like sent the boat out that it got exploded. And they were secretly sneaking out the other side. <laughs> they were like, the outsiders are on the boat! <laughs> and they like, fucking tapped out the him on the shoulder and ran away. <laughs> yeah, basically. And so, um, that's how he got released from prison. And since then, um, he's been a founding member of one of the new formations of the Justice League. And um, he's, he's basically now a fairly resident member of the Justice League normally. And so right, okay. I move on to his powers and ability, shot. And this is Let where you're going to... Go on. I was going to say lightning belt. Not lightning belt. Fuck. Shit. Yeah, I'm going to tell you Stupid. this. Stupid. <laughs> this character is so overpowered that if he was a mutant in X-Men, he'd be an Omega-level mutant that he would be able to fuck oh. anyone up. Right, so that's like... That's up there. That's a big claim, Connor. Mm. So, though years removed from his Olympic career, he also has enhanced conditioning, enhanced stamina, enhanced endurance, enhanced strength, because he's like top physical shape, superhuman speed, because he can move at the speed of light, Sean. No. Yes. That in itself is broken. If he Flight? Can... Black Lightning can fly by charging his lower body with electric energy. He's capable of flying at the speed of light. <laughs> wow, handy. <laughs> Enhanced senses. Um, he also has electrokinesis shot. Which he can means control electricity. He can generate, control, manipulate electricity. Exactly how much electric- electrical energy Black Lightning can generate is unknown. But he can easily stun and or kill a man with his internal powers. As time passes, his powers have become more and more powerful. Um, He's got bioelectricity manipulation. He can manipulate bioelectrical currents that exist within all aspects of the body, existing in the nervous system. So he can basically. He can turn your brain or your heart off depending on how he feels. Or he can just make it explode. Yes, like, he can. He can light up all of your brain at once if he if he decides to. Yeah, he can drain it or he can fill it so far that it explodes. That's ridiculous. And surely that's the end of the list. 
Electricity absorption. Black lightning oh. can absorb electrical energy and utilize it for various purposes, which include enhancing its speed, converting the electrical energy into some other form of energy, use the electrical energy to regenerate or heal himself, or enhance all of his powers or abilities. So he can just stick his finger in a plug and, like, regrow a leg. Yeah, basically. That's I mean, in the most simple way. <laughs> yeah, for me, that's what yeah. he can do. <laughs> if he's got electricity projection, he can project electricity through his hands to stun his enemies, of course. Um, and so he can increase his electrical projections by simply ionizing the hydrogen atoms in the atmosphere, creating ultra-high level static discharges um, and having the potential to create electrical storms that have hundreds of electrical stri- lightning strikes per minute. Jesus, he's like st- he's like Storm and Quicksilver combined, like and combined, and so many other like mutants. and Wolverine. Just, a little bit of healing, a little bit of healing, peak physical condition as well. Uh, so like, just so throw that can, in there. He can heal himself and others by using electricity. He can Broken. he can use them to stimulate molecules and renew damaged cells. He was able to also restart Superman's heart at one point. Um, wow. He's got electrical telekinesis. He can manipulate matter on a telekinetic scale. For fuck's um, sake. He's got electrical field manipulation. He can ele- manipulate electric fields. He's got force fields. He's got electrical transportation. He can transport himself by electricity. So, he can transport himself through the power grid if he wanted <laughs> of a I city. This. this is amazing, <laughs> but it's so dumb. He's immune to poisons, bacterias, diseases, and can even survive without oxygen. (laughs) He can pass through solid matter, move at supernatural speed, and fly at speeds that exceed sound. (laughs) And he's... He's a teacher. <laughs> yeah, he, he also has anger empowerment. So the angrier he gets, the more Hulk he becomes. As he becomes <laughs> faster, more durable, and more stronger every time you hit him. So he's Hulk and Storm and Quicksilver and Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit of everyone. <laughs> Just all the best bits of all of them, none of the weaknesses. Do you remember when I said he's an Omega level mutant? Yeah, you're entirely right. Yeah, I feel bad for questioning you. This list is two and a half pages long. I have skipped at least seven more powers that he has. Um, it's all about... He, uh, also, he has physical lightning manipulation. <laughs> and um, yeah, he can manipulate energy, basically, in any form. He's also remarkably stealthy, which I like that they've added that in at the end. He's yeah, you think he'd be like running what? around blasting people, but if he's stealthy... He's a master of fighting, as he's had combat training from both Wildcat and Batman. He's a master of kickboxing, boxing, martial arts, and he's an expert acrobat. (laughs) Good to know. And he also won a decathlon. Genius level intellect, world class Olympic level decathlete, and expert teacher. (laughs) Like, you'd say something if he could do all that, but he was thick. But he's also a genius. Yeah. It's just not fair. It's not fair. So Where's my turn? And he's a C-level DC character. He's a C-list character. It's mad that someone like that is just kind of in the background for a lot of things. He's just chilling. You know how it is. He is on par power-wise, surely, with, like, 
Superman in a lot of ways. He is, and he's also in Metropolis, so... I mean, he doesn't have super strength, I don't think. I mean, he has, like, enhanced strength, but he doesn't have super bad mm. level strength. Yeah, but he can just fucking electric something out of the way. He, no, well, he can turn your brain off. So, really, he doesn't need to punch you, because if you're a bad guy, he just go, okay, your brain is off, <laughs> and then you're yeah. dead. That's a character I knew nothing about, so I was, I was expecting, like, oh, he, he can shoot some lightning. Not, oh, he's basically... A god. Unbeatable. He's basically yeah. a god. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's one of the most fascinating things about doing this show, that, like, I knew of Black Lightning. He's he's a pretty big member in uh, Young Justice Season 3. He's a, um, he's one of the main characters in that. So I knew him mm. from that and just from comics in general. But, like, when you delve into him, like, I was reading this god. this guy is um, an Omega-level mutant, but he's just sitting in the background of a Justice League because they have Wonder Woman and... Martian Manhunter and one and uh, Superman just sitting around the table going, "That Black Lightning lad's a bit shit, isn't he?" It's <laughs> <laughs> been like, "Yeah, maybe I can't do it all, but I'm really good at the thing I'm specialising." I'm I'm really good at basically everything. That's ridiculous. That's a that's a good character. That's one I'm going to look into more because if he's just it pops up in a load of stories, I'd say the writers just have a bunch of fun with him and he can do pretty much whatever they want. Yeah, he can turn up and be a genius if you want. He can turn up and be like the absolute powerhouse of the team. He can do whatever you need him to be in whatever role. Like, and that, that's that's a good character when they can just kind of fit in wherever. Yeah, exactly. So that is it for this week's Hero Zero shot, if you'd like to take Excellent. us out. Excellent. Excellent work, Connor. I would like to take us out. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Hero or Zero. We will be back Monday with Movie Mondays, Wednesday with Weird News Wednesday, and next Friday with another episode of Hero or Zero. Big thanks goes out to everyone who supports us over on Patreon. That's patreon.com. Patreon.com. Patreon.com slash heroes for hire podcast. Did it's done it. this 136 uh, times. <laughs> oh, boys. Uh, look, there are three shows a week, Connor. It's a lot more than that. Actually, it's true. It's true. Um, so thank you for everyone who supports over there. Link to that in the description. Link to all of our social medias as well. The best thing you can ever do to help the show, tell one human being that we exist, please. Just a one, please. And I think that's about it, Connor. I think so. So I have been Connor Lawler. I have been Sean Bean. I will see you next week, guys. Bye. Bye. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.